Good morning, everybody. Mixed to lower trade in the grain markets on Monday morning. As of the 745 pause in trading, September corn futures up one and a half at 309 and a quarter. September soybeans down one and a half at 864 and a quarter. September Chicago wheat down two cents at 493 and a half. September Kansas City wheat down two and a quarter at 413 and a quarter. September spring wheat down one at 493 and a half. USDA will release its monthly crop production and WASD report on Wednesday. This will be your big news item of the week. Traders largely expect USDA to increase its production estimates for both corn and soybeans. The yield numbers are the big ticket items here and the trade uh, looking for increases for for both corn and soybeans in, in that category. I think the demand estimates for the new crop marketing year could be kind of interesting. I don't know if USDA is going to make any adjustments based on this big surge we've seen in in new crop uh, export sales for corn and soybeans. That'll be kind of interesting. Um, Also, the ethanol thing is is still kind of a moving target. So uh, there's going to be a lot in this report. But again, those yield and production numbers, probably the big ticket items there. I'll have some more specific uh, pre-report estimates. We'll talk about that tomorrow and Wednesday morning. Fund traders have been net short the corn market for a record 51 consecutive weeks. Large money managers were net sellers of 36,000 contracts in the week ending last Tuesday. They were estimated to be net short about 191,000 contracts at Friday's close. So it has almost been a full 12 months uh, since the funds were last long the corn market. And uh, it... uh, it feels like it's been even longer than that. It's been such a long time since we've had any uh, bullish enthusiasm in this market, aside from maybe that short-lived rally that we had uh, in early July. China made its largest purchase of U.S. soybeans since June on Friday, uh, 456,000 metric tons. That's about 17 million bushels confirmed for new crop delivery. Um, keep in mind that this old crop marketing year ends in just a few weeks on August 31st, so just about everything you're going to see here Um will be for new crop. Sales of new crop U.S. soybeans to China are up sharply on the year. We're up like 4,300% or some crazy uh, uh, number percentage-wise because they had next to nothing booked at this point last year for new crop, and they've got quite a bit this year. Um, Interesting article in Reuters here this morning. Traders expect China to import 8 million metric tons per month um, of mostly U.S. soybeans from October through December. So this is some trade chatter. They're talking about Chinese crushers in particular right now. They've got excellent margins. Uh, Total Chinese commitments of new crop beans for the the, – uh, marketing year at about eight and a half million metric tons currently. So we're talking triple that amount uh, if they're going to do it over a three-month period. Um, they are expecting to buy large volumes in the fourth quarter, and those are the purchases that we're seeing now. So if, if there's any truth to this, uh, you should see these these new crop export sales continue, and that would certainly be welcome. Russia's wheat crop is getting bigger. Uh, well-followed consultancy ICAR raised its estimate again. They've now got the Russian crop at 81 million metric tons. That's up from 79 and a half last week. They were at 76 just two weeks ago. Uh, early yields have been better than expected as harvest continues in Russia. Their export prices fell for a second consecutive week. So uh, the wheat market uh, under pressure here. Your HRW and spring wheat contracts posted some contract lows uh, just last week, and we're hovering just above them here this morning morning. The uh, corn market itself continues to struggle. We're a a tick or two higher in a couple of these uh, spot month contracts here this morning. Um, You've still in the process of discounting a record U.S. crop and a pre-ethanol era type stocks to use ratio. If if you take the average trade guess for U.S. corn yield 180 and a half and the production number 15.17 and uh, you pair that with the um, 
uh, uh, usage. Um, looks like stocks to use, we're going to be 18.5%, which would be the highest since 2004, again, pretty much pre-ethanol. So we're, we're discounting an awfully negative situation here with a 2.8 carryout. That's what the uh, average trade guess is ahead of the report. Soybean market continues to struggle despite uh, these Chinese purchases. Um, you know, you got a, a pretty favorable weather situation. You got strong crop ratings. Um, that's just the bigger story here for the moment. And the funds are still long the bean market. So if if they really think this yield is going to be a monster and uh, we've got this huge crop coming, there's some more liquidation that could happen. Wheat futures, again, continue to struggle. Russian export prices, they kind of set the uh, global benchmark. They've been down. And again, larger uh, crop estimates there. Uh, Cattle futures have, again, acted better. Uh, Cash cattle was mostly at 100 even last week. I think there was some some smaller sales in the north up to maybe 102 on Thursday and Friday. Feeder cattle index creeping higher, 141.92. That was up a buck 13. Friday afternoon, uh, box beef market was up a little bit Friday as well. Ahead of the cash open, the Dow Jones is up 100 points. The uh, S&P is up four. We're at the highest levels we've been since late February. Um, again, the stock market, that S&P has recovered almost all of the uh, the COVID era losses, if you want to call it that, or COVID period losses. Um, bonds up just a little bit. U.S. dollars up a little bit. Crude oil is up 52 cents at 41.74. In the September WTI, gold's up 17 bucks. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, sign up for that subscription service, $49 a month. It includes my morning email that goes out every day at 6.30 Central Time. It includes a text message service. You'll know exactly what I'm doing every single day of the week. Uh, everyone have a great day. We'll talk to you same time tomorrow.